Ladies and gentlemen, Valley Girls and Matchstick Men, Peggy Sue's and Wicker Men, welcome to Nick Cage University. At NCU, we pride ourselves on knowing all we can about national treasure Nicholas Kim Coppola, better known as Academy Award winner Nick Cage. Join Rodney, Jason, and Sean, better known as the Film School Janitors, as they embark on their next kick-ass journey of studying all, and I mean all, of his films. Get trapped in paradise, or be gone in 60 seconds. If you're wild at heart, it can happen to you. Experience fast times at Nick Cage University. All right, so we are back in class, and we are going to be taking care of... Do you know what, movie, what number of movie we're on right now for uh, his movies? 15. No, not quite. Or just a little under. 46. I'll tell you. I'll just tell you. Oh, okay. Otherwise, you're just going to be naming numbers until you get there. Yep. Yeah, this is our 46th Nick Cage movie. You said that like it was a roundabout number, yeah. just for the record. The way you said I that, just wanted you, it was like 40, 50, We haven't 30. checked in. Yeah, we haven't checked in for uh, a bit. Just so for I just the record, I was going to say like 32. So oh. I, I wasn't even close. So <laughs> it really depends on when you put this up. <laughs> well, these are always in order. Oh, okay. Because you can put this up in a year and it'd be number you know, no. 102. <laughs> yeah, he wins no matter what. He yeah. <laughs> So this Dog Eat Dog, mm. uh, do you know what year Dog Eat Dog came out? Uh, 2016. Okay, you yeah, didn't know. Yeah. Oh, um, so what's the basic premise of this story, Jay or Rodney? Which one do you want to take it? So is this a Nick Cage movie or is this a... William Defoe? William Defoe movie. Um, he is... Let's well, see if he's... He's listed first. first. He's listed for oh, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Yeah. Okay. So well, but it's, it's, go ahead. No, I was just. <laughs> I was just. Both you guys say, say it at the same time. No, I was just going to say that like Nick Cage does more of the uh, voiceover mm, when they mm-hmm. have parts of it. They don't. You, and William he's the Defoe calm guy doesn't. in this movie. So yeah. it's about um, some ex-cons that are hired help. I don't know where the way to hoard it up. That's how, that's what they are. Hoard just, it up. Hoard it up. Hoard it up. They just, they just do what they About need. About to smoke me a fat one. They so just this is do written, what they know. This is the, bu- the book this is based on, um, Edward Bunker, he was in um, Reservoir Dogs. Like He's an author. He, he was a prison inmate at San Quentin or something like that. And then he came out and he wrote a bunch of like crime novels. Mm. And uh, Quentin Tarantino loved him and he put him as Mr. Blue in uh, oh. uh, Reservoir Dogs. He acts, he acts. He's and in the movie? After, yep. And then, then after Reservoir Dogs, he wrote this one three years later. So this b- book... Is named Dog Eat Dog in reference to Reservoir Dogs. Oh, oh, okay. But yeah, the basic idea: yeah, these three so criminals. So these are supposed to be three. These are essentially the three people from Reservoir Dogs. No, 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 Dogs? no. It's no. not anything. It's just a completely original crime thing. Okay. But he was like inspired to write another book okay. because of that experience. I loved uh, Buscemi's character and his Mr. Pink. Er, and yeah, oh, he was perfect. Yeah, so he's so the, yeah, of Mr. Pink. So these are the three three ex cons are uh, it's a three strike rule even though it takes place in Cleveland, which I don't know if there is a three strike rule mm-hmm. in Cleveland. They're basically trying to do all these small jobs to get money. They just want to live and ha- and party and you know have like get whores. They and don't drugs. want to work a full job. They want to go do a uh, some some kind of small job, get the money, and not go to work for forty hours a week. Pretty much. So the movie starts off. Um, what I thought the opening scene, yes. I thought you it was a go pink go. overlay. It was. It was a pink overlay because uh-huh. once the overlay went away, all the walls were still pink. Mm-hmm. But it was still a pink overlay. Okay, so you have. It was like a Barbie house. You have a Mad Dog, um, <laughs> Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe's character. He looks like he's a quarter of the size of the woman he's dating. I think he is. And where are his tattoos? Oh, Remember his tattoos? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's an eyeball. Oh. Oh, the scene starts off with him lifting his head up, and there's an eyeball underneath his chin. 
And there's, there's another one. I think one. it's on the back of his neck. And so another that, one on yep. the back of his neck. Yeah, the elbow's there. And then, yeah. and it's, it was just a little trippy thing for him. And then the girlfriend comes home from work or something like that. And she goes, you got to get your shit. You got to get out. And the little girl mm-hmm. keeps jumping in and instigating. And he goes, oh, I being love little, you, baby. I kiss you, baby. Bitch. And he starts kissing her arm and her shoulder or her elbow because that's as far as he can reach on his but do you remember, very extremely tall woman. But do you remember the voicemail, too, as he's, like, high, like, tripping balls and shit, oh, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, she hears the voicemail. That's what causes the next steps to happen, right? No. Is it, I thought it was when he was waiting for them to come home. No, she goes... What the fuck do you think I use this computer for? Yeah. Oh, that's what causes it. <laughs> yeah. That's Asian right. squirters. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that was. screen was y- hilarious. Young, young Asian squirters. <laughs> that's funny. I did not. Did you pause it to look at that? Or did you see it? No, I just have a good, really good memory when it comes to that. Uh, so they're arguing. It's not a Rogue One recall here. <laughs> the daughter's instigating it. They're arguing about. They, they, she goes to forgive him. He goes, "I'll make you some." Hold on. Hold on. He goes, "I'll make you some baby back ribs, baby." I'll make you some short ribs, baby. I know you love some short mm-hmm. ribs. And he starts kissing her. Baby, I'll make you the best short ribs ever. And he's just kissing her, talking about short ribs. And then I go, there's a trippy mirror scene. Is that right before? He goes into the room after he kisses her and everything, Yeah, because, right? well, there's the voice. Oh. Well, the voicemail, too, before. Like, there's because okay. it ties in a little bit afterward. Okay. But it's a voicemail calling some student of the girl yeah. talking about making cupcakes or whatever. Oh, oh yep. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. And she goes, she comes out, she goes, did anybody? Did my friend call me from school about my cupcake? Goes nobody called you. There's no voicemail or anything. We're gonna find out in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he goes into the room after he kisses her and promises her short ribs and everything. She forgives him. He goes to the room and they show this like trippy scene with a mirror and, and it's colors, tri- colors and purple. And Never look in the mirror when you're on crazy drugs. And he's so, on tons. Like he's done tons of drugs already. <laughs> so he hears screaming and she's screaming. And he she sounds at a distance and she's screaming, 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 screaming. And he, she finally like breaks through to whatever he's tripping on. So he goes out there, goes, "What's wrong?" She goes, "What the fuck is this on this computer? I use this computer for two things: mm-hmm. work and school, or whatever the fuck she mm-hmm. said he used it for, right?" And then they start arguing, and um, <laughs> he jumps on her back and starts to stab <laughs> her over. Cuts her well, he cuts her throat first, you know, and she yeah, turns around. Right. Then he jumps on her back and starts again. He looks like a little yep. elf jumping on Santa Claus. And then, yes, and then, and then he was like, he says something like. Oh fuck! He said something uh, at the end, there, like something like about like oh, now now you have problems or something like that, or now how? Oh, you had problem- problems, but now they're all gone. Yeah, it was something yeah, weird she's like dead that. Now, so, yeah. yeah, all the problems are gone. So the little girl runs upstairs. Yeah, she walked in on him. And the- she walked in on him because he would probably he was like, about her because st- he tried so hard. Maybe she yeah. walked in on him. She runs upstairs. She goes, "Don't kill me! Don't kill me!" Which is this scene's fucking rough. Mm-hmm. This scene is rough. This is a mm-hmm. this is one of the rough, one of the harder scenes I've seen in a while. I think mm-hmm. he should have did it sooner though. So, but that's when he's like, "I know I didn't get any call about cupcakes." <laughs> and then um, he kills a little girl under the blanket, shoots her. Yeah, puts a pillow and puts a pillow and shoots no her. No neighbors call. And then the voicemail goes off about her friend, about well, the cupcakes, asking why she didn't call her back or whatever mm-hmm. after the message from earlier. Mm-hmm. So it ends on that note, which is fucking dark ass fucking humor. Mm-hmm. Um, Jap- oh, I put Japanese porn on a computer. Yeah. I clearly, yeah. I, I didn't think I noticed it either. <laughs> 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 yep. I'm fucking sitting here judging you for noticing it. Uh, kill Sheila with fish gutting knife. Oh, they have a. What do you do? I'm a fish gutter. That's right. He does say what he does for a living. He says a fish gutter. Yep. He's that fish gutting oh, yep. knife on his head. That's right. Uh, then he shoots the kid. I go, wow, what the fuck? And then I go, because yep. that's what he's, you know, that interrupted me. That's why she was kicking him out. He's like, what am I supposed to do? All I got is a suitcase full of guns. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I supposed to go? <laughs> So, and then they all kind of meet up. Troy, Mad Dog, and Diesel. So Troy is Nick Cage, and then Diesel is... Uh, the smart Matthew guy, but he's Cook. tough. Christopher Matthew Cook, yeah. They kind of do this... Oh, um, oh, 
I said it. Yeah, I was like, as you said it, I was reading it too. I was like, oh, he's saying it. Why am I saying it? At this point, they're introducing them all, and it kind of feels like it's trying to be a Guy Ritchie movie. Yes, it is very Guy Ritchie. It's trying to feel because this guy's he's a badass, but he's smart. He would have been a lawyer in another life. Yeah, it feels their introduction to these three feels very much like a Guy Ritchie movie. I put it filmed in black and white. Yes, yes. And you're seeing Nick Cage is in a suit. He just got out of prison, and he's talking about how crazy Mad Dog is. But he. He's like he goes. He's like what? These are the boys. These are his boys. Like mm-hmm. they're the only people that understand it because they've been through the prison system so much. And yeah, people might not. They understand. all met in jail. You see Nick Cage when he he's, owes Mad Dog because Mad Dog saved his life in jail. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's telling. He jumped him. on somebody's back and shanked him just pretty much like he did yeah. there. So he feels like he owes Mad Dog his life, and they're close. And then uh, we see Nick Cage yeah. at his arraignment, runs out and steals a gun, and then ends up. That's what makes him going to go to jail. Yeah, they shot him. Yeah, something and he just sat down. So I put around like, ow! I put it's her again. Why did I put it's her again? Well, I liked uh, Waylon, uh, the blonde girl. The oh yeah, yeah, we'll get yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll that's right. Thanks for being in my brain. Thank you. I know because I, I saw yeah, yeah Nikki Waylon. Yeah, that's what's the other two movies? She's been in two other ones with him. What do you remember the two? Yes, um, the the one reads the, the rich baby, doctor, in the, the babysitter, the babysitter. Yeah, and what is that one called? Remember? And then the airplane movie. Yep. Do you remember the names of either of these? Uh, uh, once un- the Unforgiven. No. No, no, once uh, the no. airplane movie about the end of the world. Unforgotten. No. Uh, Left Behind. Left Behind. Uh-huh. Left and behind. the okay. other one, he's the rich doctor. He's barely in this fucking other movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, um, it's um, it's about about a woman who can't get pregnant. So you would say un unabortionist. Un. No. un <laughs> what do you? Um, she can't get pregnant. What's another? Unforgiven. No. What's another word for making? You did say a baby? unforgiven. You're thinking I, un. Oh. No, un, um, you uncircumcised. No, no. Uh, I'm just. I can't. When think you make a baby, it's another <laughs> fancy word for it. Oh, uh, unmake. Unconceivable. Coitus. Oh, un- un- uncoitus. uncoitusable. So I love this, this black this French movie uncoitusable. <laughs> so we get this black and white. I know some guy that can't fuck. Black and white footage inside of a strip club. And we, they're talking about his suit, mm-hmm. and then you get the, the, and the whole reason I think they do that is for the punchline of his suit being this bright pastel. Because like, you can't see oh, that it's all black and it's white. A black and white. You have no co- idea. It's cool as hell, like and then it's like, oh my god, it's this gaudy like Easter <laughs> Sunday suit. Um, but yeah, they're uh, getting like prostitutes and drugs. That's all they care about. This is where I put my next quote. Is what Jay sent us today. So it must be close okay. to this scene. No, no, that's no, that's later. No, still. That is, it, okay, that is right. later. Yeah, that's okay. That's go ahead. Towards towards the end. Okay, go ahead. Go yeah, start. so they're going to Why see. Why do I have this many notes? Today, so El Greco, El Greco, or Greco the Greek, or whatever. That's Paul Schrader. That's the writer and director of this movie. Or actually, okay. he might be just the right. He might oh, not have written this one. But Paul Schrader is the guy that did Taxi wrote Taxi Driver. He did. Um, God, I'm blanking on it. He uh, oh, bringing out the dead. He wrote Last Temptation of Christ. He used mm-hmm. to be a film critic, and he got sick of like shitty movies. Shitty movies. So he started writing and directing yeah, them. Maybe that's what we should do. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day. Um, but <laughs> yeah, a few shitty movies we'll, out there. Dude. We'll great. start our own superhero movies. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he plays the the. I Greco. got a movie name or the first one. A superhero name. Mm-hmm. Uncoinable. Uncoinable. It's <laughs> <laughs> a superhero. I can't. I can't have sex. Uh-huh. Who's there? It's uncourtable. <laughs> He's got a lot of time on his hand. You know why? Because he ain't fucking. That's why. <laughs> he can save you. Um, so, yeah, he. Uh, That's a great movie. He's the one that yeah, assigns yeah. them like little jobs for this other <laughs> drug dealer. What was the other drug dealer's name? Um, wait, later on? No, the, the one that they're like going, doing that first job for where they have to go get money back from somebody. Like the very first job that gets them the big job. Oh, not Sheppy. 
Yeah, yeah, Chepe, uh, Chepe. Chepe is the one where they have to go kidnap the kid. Oh, it's kidnap Chepe's kid? Uh, yeah. Who, who's or, the, no, 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 Chepe, Chepe, Chepe is, is the guy the that guy they're going to, that Greco that, leads them to, and then he gives them the jobs. They did he, the first job successfully, so then yeah, they get yeah, a bigger um, job. He's like, go get, this guy owes me $4 million. Yes. And then if you get it, I'll give you $2 million of it or whatever, and then... Well, that was a weird part that he said that. Like, so when he was explaining to him when they were, they were talking, he was like, he's going to pay him 500000 And then he was, if they did it in a timely manner or whatever, he said he was like going to give, throw him, throw him in uh, another 250000 But I thought before that, he said, before he said he was going to throw in the two fifty when they were talking about it, that's what I thought he said. He was going to give him half of it. Oh, you know, we should talk about the, that's the second minute. We should talk about the first mission because it was the oh, one guy yeah, that, that had was, the... That was the a, drug, the money, how he had hidden money. Yes, the uh, so shit. they're following him. A moon man, right? Uh, I think was that his name? I think it was his name, Moon Man. So they're following oh. him in this cop car. Oh, that Mark is J. Dorsey, written with terrible. Oh, oh my god, the, it's like police, the, it's, it's, it's it's POL. I think oh, I, I or and it was missing. crooked. It yes, was like a, it was all over the fucking place. I'm like, does. <laughs> But it's funny though because it's fitting for them to do it because I, I imagine them being fucked up. When they're they like were doing yes, it, right? yes, and they're, <laughs> and they're like, like three. They're almost like three Stooges mm-hmm. level of idiocy, but they're oh. violent psychopaths. It's funny they are Larry Curly and Moe. Yeah, the one guy's yeah. Curly, the big muscle bound guy. It's Moe's fucking um, it's Cage's character. They're fucking Larry yeah, Curly you're right. and Moe, dude. Yeah, you said that, not me. Yeah, they're fucking Larry Curly and Moe. That's hilarious. So they go into this house dressed as cops in the this bad neighborhood. There's a bunch of you know. Well, it's it's funny, yeah, because they they follow him and they pull him over, right? And he's t- oh, well, well, first of all, he's driving out of the strip club with his big or liquor store or wherever the fuck it was. I don't remember offhand. Big boy trying to get in his little uh, this oh, yes. car, and he's like, like the suspension. The, the, yeah, he's like that can't be good for the suspension because he's like moving the whole car, right? But anyways, so they drive down and they pull him over, right? So he's like being uh, the passenger. Moon Man is like telling him to all oh, just be cool, whatever, be cool. And uh, they do the whole thing, and they're doing their little thing, asking for the. Um, ID ID and shit like that. He's trying to tell him like, oh, the court said I didn't need to have ID or whatever the hell it was. And then they pull him up or pull him out of the car for warrants for his arrest or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Right. That's how they get him. So then that's where like when he's in the car, he just uh, they that's when they tell him like, all right, you're going to take us to one of your stash houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they told him which one I think it was. If I was making all this money like this guy, I wouldn't be going to my stash houses. I wouldn't be going down there. I'd be seriously trying to offer me just for some fucking money for going down there. I wouldn't be making my own trips for that money. Does that make sense? I'll pay somebody else to make those trips for that money, but whatever. Well, but they were told who to hit yeah. at what location. Those guys knew the location that one but of the his guy stash that, houses that lived in this million-dollar home that was worth millions because they showed the home and everything he's in. That's later. Is also renting this little piece of shit car. No, 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 no. That's later. No, this is Chepe. So the guy's not a millionaire. No. So Greco, no. Greco is the director. That's the the mumbly mouth guy. That's kind of given the connection to the other guy. The other guy hires them to go with this guy to get money. Yes. He had no money, but they bring back all these drugs. So then they get their first big score. Yeah, this was the, yeah, the, and so that's when they get the bigger fish to fry, which is mm-hmm. the, okay, we're going to give you this much money, then this much money. So they decide they're going to go kidnap the baby and hold it ransom. Mm-hmm. No, I thought, so they show the guy, the, the black dude, the drug dealer. Yeah. Moon man. He's in a big house. He's in a really big, they show him talking on the phone in a big house. And he's got all his money. I was like, why is he going down there doing his own trap house and stuff? It's not something you would normally do to get involved in that kind of stuff. Big they show he has house. money. 100% they do. What are you talking big house? He's, they're t- he's talking in the house. He's talking about how he gets in these little shit vehicles so they don't grab any attention when he drives down there to the trap house to get his own money. That's totally a voiceover. I swear oh. it is. 
Well, maybe I don't know. I just, it doesn't make sense when somebody with that money would go grab, grab his own money at his own trap houses. I don't know. But anyway, they go down to this fucked up neighborhood. They go into the door where they, like, trick or treat. What they say to get in the door? He knocks on the door. He sees them. He's like, yo, man, it's me. Let me in. Yeah, is that what That's he said? That's what he said. He didn't say trick Then he or treat. lets them in. Then he lets them in, and then they start, show me where the money is. He's like, not up here. I know where it is. Who told him all that? One guy that... That's the, like, the Guy Ritchie type guy controlling everything. He's the one that told him where all the mm-hmm. money is, right? Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I don't, did they kill those guys at that scene or no? Well, the one guy that was in there that let him in the house, he ran out the front door. They let him kind of pretty much go. And then that's when they're like, they took him into the kitchen or dining room or dining room area or whatever. They took him inside. And there's where like a headboard like, of a bat up, or something. Well, he's like, it's upstairs or something. So he, so Nick Cage's character told Mad Dog that he like, he goes, just, you know, go outside and keep an eye on everybody and try not to kill anybody yes, or yes. something like that, which which was hilarious. But so they're looking through the house to get oh, that. Oh, Mad Dog does shoot somebody in the house with a shotgun. He goes back in and plasters guy no, against the wall. that's later. That's, that's not that, that scene? No, not in the first job. Oh, he does kill the... He yeah, we'll, the get, we'll, get to, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> he kills Marco, so, yeah, it's I think not that's, Marco. It's pretty straightforward. It's like a pretty straightforward thing, ultimately. Yeah. So then when they get this other job to go kidnap a kid... We're finding out that this drug dealer owes him a bunch of money, the guy that hired them. $3 million? And they're going to get a big chunk of it, supposedly. And they're like, this is our big score. We can retire. We can go to Hawaii, and we'll be free. But then they make the pact to be samurais that if they get caught, they're just going to kill, basically kill themselves or get killed, you know, by cop or whatever. They all go go down together, kind of. Yeah, and so then they... um, so they don't turn on each other. So then you see the the man whose babies at that house is like yelling and mad, and he's like going to the house to like wait for her somebody to show up or whatever because he thinks she's having an affair. Oh. So he's sitting downstairs and he falls asleep. They walk in late at night. What's a nanny? And the nanny. They go upstairs with the nanny, and as they're in there going, just come with us. We're going to take you. We're going to take the baby. All of a sudden, that guy, the drug dealer, that owes money, but they don't know that don't shows know up. Oh. And he walks up. Well, he and then was that, he was sitting in the other room, sleeping uh, downstairs. Yeah, and then he kind of woke. Doesn't Nick Cage's character like make out the nanny? No, he kisses her later when they have That's her in the. Weird. Uh, so they didn't realize they had killed the guy that they were supposed to be. Yeah, he blasts, the blows his head off. Yeah, just. <laughs> Splits From the right perspective there. of behind, we see his head explode. Like, that's right. That's and we kind of know we're like, that's the guy. And but Mad, they have no idea. Mad Dog just does it right. Yeah. Like, right. Just not even thinking. Just turns And they both like, move boom. on like he didn't just blow somebody's head off. Right. right. They're just all yeah. like, no mission. Video. Mission at hand is to take the baby and the nanny and oh. lock them up. But why wouldn't you think that wouldn't be maybe the guy that you're not supposed to kill? Because that guy well, no, they, to they thought it was just one of his like goons or They pulled his ID and it had somebody else's name. Somebody else's but it was name. a different that's name. after they killed yeah. him. Yes. He could have been well, yeah. the guy before they killed him. But it was him, but they didn't know because his yeah. name was like something else. Yeah, he had a fake yeah. ID or... Fake it was his real name, but he had a name like... Marco or something street. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then they they leave it to him to like get rid of the body. Yes. Yep, which... Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, so he knows the place he takes the body. Oh, So him and Curly... Yeah. Take the body out to some place where he's got two other fucking bodies. The, he, the, the girlfriend and the daughter. So Curly's, yeah. <laughs> Curly's okay at this point with him thinking it's the girlfriend, right? He goes, yeah, hey, I got the kid in here too. And he kind of stares at him for a little bit like, well, I'm, I'm with a fucked up motherfucker right now. When he tells him it's the kid in there too. But then he's like all emotional. Like, yeah. I need you to be with me. Like, yeah. Willem oh. Dafoe's like insane, but he needs him to understand and be his friend and shit. He's also jealous of the relationship him and... Cage's character has mm-hmm. yes. in this too. He's like, you guys have this thing that I feel like we will never have, kind of thing. And he also wants to be friends with with Diesel as well, right? So 
he's hurting and he's asking for help. And Diesel's like, at first, he's like, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'm there for you and all this. I, I think you're a crazy motherfucker, but uh wouldn't be there. But then, yeah. So they go to the top of the body and they fall through the thing. Well, he onto everything. That, right? That's where I kind of like. Well, okay, so I I have I had to watch this while I was doing another job, and uh, <laughs> cleaning some floors. I, I miss I missed a few things, right? Yeah. So they go up to the top of the staircase because there's an old uh, ROTC place or something. Like he goes, this place is abandoned. I used to come here as a kid and hasn't been touched. I know I could. And he had this little weird area he could hide the body. So yeah, he go. They go up the stairs, and as he's like begging him to like basically be his friend, the floor collapses. They all fall down on these dead rotting corpses. Was there and more then than just the two? It was just the three now. Okay, two rotting three. corpses and then the new body. Okay. Yeah, that has what, what was it actually that triggered him to, well, he, he shoots him, right? Basically, he pulls the gun out and Yeah, he him. just, I think he's just done with his bullshit, basically. He's just, a, he's a fucking wild card, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what. The weird what. flashback after he shoots Mad Dog. What flashback was that after he shot Mad Dog? Mm, I don't remember. I put that note in there. Because I know that they took, basically, they also took the nanny and locked her in some kind of safe house, locked yep. her in. They're like, Before when they, we get the money, they'll come get you, but you're safe. It's really here. weird, but she has she's surrounded by, like, windows, and they're like, just they, don't leave, and they left her they there. With a phone. They all left. They, they left her with a phone. They mm-hmm. left her with a phone, um, and that was before they went, actually, that's before they took the bodies to get rid of the body. Um, but, yeah, and that's when he, that's when Nick Cage's character, like, kissed her. Yes. With, like, a weird... Thing or they go to a strip club at some oh. point too again where there's a Taylor Swift lookalike contest and like I don't know who the fuck that is. Well, uh actually before when they um so after they when they kidnapped the kid, right? And, and the babysitter, the wife ended up coming home after the the other two like were out in a vehicle or something. They had the baby and the the babysitter or whatever. And that's when like the wife or girlfriend or whatever the hell she is. Came Baby home and Nick Ca- Nick Cage's character is in the house and he was like, "Hey, I need you to go tell oh yeah, tell the guy that he whoever he owes money to owes him the four million dollars and stuff like that." And she's like, "What are you talking about? Like like uh, like you don't want to go upstairs? It's a mess, right?" He's mm-hmm. like, "Did you kill somebody? Like no, it's just a mess. Like the way he's just talking about it, you know." Does he shoot her? Yeah, she runs up the stairs and well, then he just I mean, shoots. But, he's, but so, like, they didn't show anything afterwards, though, right? No, I, like, no, I saw no. He, he shoots the body wife, there. Because right? he's shoots just, like, wife. done with it. He's like, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, it doesn't matter. Okay. I wasn't sure if he actually shot, if you think he shot her. No, he shot what? the wife on the stairs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I thought they went with that. But I'm like, well, how is she going to tell anybody now? <laughs> like, you crazy bastard, yeah. right? Because they're so, they're so inept. And yeah. they just are so singular-minded on, like, this is what we need to do. And then, yeah, he, I, I don't remember why Diesel killed Mad Dog at that point. They're tripping out. I think he's realized he killed the kid, and this guy isn't all together. And because he's after he kills he see, him at that place, though, right? Yeah, after yes. he sees the dead little kid down there, yeah. and he realizes the guys are just fully. And he realizes when they're talking back and forth that he's the well, person I, across from him just fucked up because Diesel just starts to stare off as he's talking. And I think Diesel starts to realize the guy in front of him just is gone. Just gone. Just oh yeah, because oh we forgot too. After that first, the other score too. They have the night where we see all three of them with different women. That's where the Nick Cage yeah. was with Nikki Whelan. Oh, in, in the hotel, but then uh, the Vegas hotel. Diesel. Yeah, Diesel actually picks up a regular girl at the yeah. bar. Was she a regular girl? I think she was a regular girl. And then he like flipped out on her. And then Mad yeah. Dog's getting like a hand job from uh, Masseuse, yeah. but he can't finish. Oh, and was she's the... like on her phone, and he flips out on yeah, her. Yeah, that's when he... <laughs> I assumed it was like one of the uh, the maid, like the hotel, maybe or something. I don't know. Maybe that's just a fantasy. But it was mind. just like a weird. It was like a whole thing. It was like a weird, just kind of showing where they are all mentally. But yeah, so now Diesel and Nick Cage oh. meet back up, and they go to a grocery well, store. Well, didn't Nick Cage flip out on uh, her on his prostitute or? Girl too, a Nikki because she's like saying something to him like it was oh. like three hundred would be extra or 
uh, if you want me to go downtown, it's like 300 extra or something like that. And he starts talking about the story. And she's like, what's that? Like, what the fuck have I been talking about the whole time? That's right. Yeah, that's like, there right. Was, like, she's there not was paying something. attention. There was like some weird like miscommunication <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like, that. you know, he's thinking it's something more because he also wanted to take her on a, a vacation right. kind of thing to get away. First of all, he falls in love with every girl he runs into in the movie. And he always yeah. wants to take them all on vacation. So he's doing that throughout the whole movie. Right. Every girl he talks to. What's wrong with that? Nothing, nothing. It's like going, you know, going to a strip club and falling a new girl, falling in love with a new girl every time. So they go to the store. He sends Mad Dog in there to get what? Food what? and shit or what? Yeah, he's at the back. Not counter. Mad Dog. Um, he's dead. Yeah, Diesel. Diesel, Diesel in there to get what? Diesel he stays in the car. To... Since was... Is he just at the back counter getting some kind of he some meat? kind of food? They show the manager. So I want to put. I want to put some. Uh, you can go back and watch this. But I put this note. So the manager comes out and he turns and looks at Diesel for no reason whatsoever. Walks by him. Then two or three seconds pass. And the manager walks by again and gives him another look and then starts walking towards him. And I put the store manager's walking like a Nazi. But he's like walking like It was weird. Uh, it was weird walking. And he saw because they saw the gun in the back of his when pants. He was, when he yeah, when, when he, he reached leaned over the counter, he saw the He said it was a bad he got, he told the police he had a bad vibe and his jacket was messed up. Mm-hmm. So that was, that's enough for the police to like mm-hmm. I don't know, it just didn't And so then the one the one girl cop comes over to Nick Cage in the car. And, yes. Uh-huh. Said there's been shoplifting complaints. Why didn't he straight tell her? I haven't been in that fucking place at all. Leave me to fucking alone. Well, she didn't even. She was supposed to run the plates first, and she didn't even run the plates. So, and then like, like she goes back to run the shit, and he. Oh no, no. Oh, Diesel starts to come out the store, right? Mm-hmm. And then something's going on with that, and then she turns around. Well, she no. she's trying to arrest him, and he punches her. Yeah, I go. Yeah, because she. Well, she called. Punches she, her. What the fuck? She yeah. she tells him to ask him to get out of the car because she wants to search the vehicle. And she has like, oh, if you've got nothing in the vehicle, then you got nothing to worry about, right? Kind of thing. And he's like, well, can I, at least get, can I at least get my jacket? And that's when he's putting the jacket on. Then he turns around. I would have told her straight no. Her. Show me where the shop looks That's not at all. This escalates out of nowhere. Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. nobody else would have let that escalate like that. Nobody else yeah. on earth. Right. The, the thing the thing with the shoplifting inside the thing, the guy would have just mm-hmm. been like, what do you have on? You don't have any. Well, and that was the so other thing, too. Like, when the, when they pulled up, though, and the manager came out to talk to the cops, the, yeah. they're like, he's like, like, oh, the guy's carrying a handgun or whatever. And he's like, like so, like yeah, like in a roundabout way they didn't say it, but it like like. But then he sold the police on the, um, he sold the police on the bad vibe and jacket messed up. That's well, what he like, says to him next. I'm like, well, he didn't even t- he didn't even talk to. D- did uh, he go Diesel. in? Did he go into the store that other he cop? Did. And the, then he the saw male him. cop went in the store and he's like, hey, well, I'll, I'll go check this out. Why don't you go run the plates on the car over there that uh, the manager said he noticed they were the together. Same, yeah, they were together. So he went in, and then him, the manager pointed him out, and he then he the cop like all he did was like when he was walking down, he kind of looked over like he was shopping and stuff like that. Didn't even talk to him. Yeah. Didn't like say or do anything. Just kind of like whatever. So then he walks outside. Well, I'm assuming Diesel might be paying for it. You know, maybe whatever. So as he as the other cops walking out, that's when the female cop was talking to Nick Cage's character and asked, then asked like that was the point when she asked him to get out of the vehicle. So she could search it, and then yeah, then yeah, then uh, he punches her, and they start doing this thing, and immediately they show her reaching for her gun, and he's just punching her, and they're wrestling, they fall on the ground, all this blah blah blah, whatever. And then the other cop, I go, the other cop would have shot him in a heartbeat in real life. Well, probably, but he he was coming out, and he come running across, and uh, he sh- he ended up coming up with the the claw, you know, his his little. Thing, I guess if they don't make this pack to die like samurais, none of this ending scene makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. it seems it's 100 percent they're going out in a blaze of glory. But they don't. 
Like, because that's when I'm Diesel my comes out. Are you detaining me? No, I'm gonna get in my car and leave now. Have a good day. Like it's like you know what I'm saying. Like that should have never happened. That, right. I don't know. Just I don't think they had anything in the vehicle anyways at that point. No, too, I don't think. No, nope. none of it I made sense like, at the end. None of it. So there was really there then was Diesel really, comes out and shoots the cop. Like you could have ran. Yeah, the first. Well, yeah, she's standing there and she sees him come out. Like I'm thinking to myself, like, well, okay, this guy just started arresting, uh, resisted arrest, assaulting officer and, too. Yep, and you know yeah. that this person's with them, and as they're coming out, like the first that like you're this is the person you know he's got a gun. Mm-hmm. Manager told you he has a fire. He has a gun. So why she did not have already drawn on him when she knew her partner had the other guy subdued already, right? right? Like, you know, there's no reason for that. She should have already been like, hey, you know, let me see your hands and all this other fun, fine stuff that should have happened. But nope, no, he's a crack shot, too. He just put, like, quick draws on her, and she's just standing there like, do-do-do-do, I'll let him get the first, like, 20 shots off. Now, oh. what did he? What did Diesel take? What vehicle did he take? He took, a, he took, he took the police a car. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, and that's he shot what, that cop too. And Nick Cage started running. I I wrote in here. He, so he all that shit happens. He turns the first corner around the grocery store, the very first corner, a few feet. I go uh, running like he's exhausted. He just started running because oh, uh-huh. he Diesel. turns the corner. He's like, ah, ah. Oh, he was, and you can still see the grocery store behind him in the picture. I'm like. Was well, he made 20 steps and he's exhausted already? Well, in that police car... So, the first police car shows up. There's two officers in it. Then then all of a sudden, this, like, SUV shows... A police, like, the police SUV or whatever shows up. And uh, the guy gets out, tells him to do his thing, whatever. He turns around and then he laughs and then he shoots him in the fucking leg. Yeah. You know what I mean? He like, does shoot him in the leg. He's yeah. a crack shot from across the parking lot, shoots her right in the chest, turns around... Sh- Decides to shoot him in the leg, I guess. Yeah, I was like, oh, now we're not her killing cops. I thought that too, yeah. Yep, and then he jumped I can only sh- handle one murder sentence. I can't handle two. <laughs> right? I was like, ugh. So apparently at this time too, at this time when this was made, I don't know, what time is this? What year does this take place? 2016. Oh. No, I mean the year the movie takes place. I think so. it's all 2015, 2016. Is it like, okay, okay. It's filmed in, it's actually filmed in Cleveland too. So I think that's where some of the bad acting so might when be they from started, local actors. When he, when he got, he got, I really don't. he ended up getting in the cop car with Diesel, right? No, no. They, no. Diesel went off one way and he, the, they're both. Cage was arrested. Yeah, he was. They, a, they oh, so I put something car. in here. I put something in here. Which, what are they, if they've been driving all day, why is it dark already? No, Cage, yeah, Cage was arrested, and then those cops took him out, and they were like, oh, you like killing cops, saying they beat the shit out of which him. he didn't kill a cop. Right, hooked him up with the handcuffs to the car, Dragged which him. I don't know how he I, got out of that. That's, that's what, what I wanted, it is. That's what well, I wanted to ask, the next thing happens, and he's out of it. So yeah, I think, right. so that's all I could is. think was the ending, because he kept talking about how much he liked Humphrey Bogart and old movies, and he's doing a voice he over the whole talking. movie like it's, you know, a, a, a mm-hmm. crime noir movie. I'll go, oh, then he couple starts in talk- diner, yeah. So he yeah, he goes to some old diner and gets picked up by a couple, and he's talking like Humphrey Bogart. I go, talking with a 1920s no, he, uh, accent. See? He kind of basically uh, sort of carjacked them. Did he carjack them? They were outside and getting in. Yeah, oh. They were leaving okay. the thing, and then he jumped in. and yeah. But he kept talking the, like Humphrey Bogart the whole time. Yeah, I put uh, talking with 1920s accent. I, see? Yeah. I assume he died. That's what I was um, thinking of his like dying dream. Car. Yeah. Because in his dying dream, that couple also got killed. But then it was all smoky, so the cops were firing at him and he's just kind of taking the shots, but that couple got killed in the car. And see, that's far as that, that those are some of the things that I just don't you Yeah, know. I put police shootout and that was it. Every I time they in the movies they do that stuff, they show the, like, these police shootouts and they miss by miles. Well they kill well, they killed the couple. Right, I know. They're like they're so they're trying to shoot this guy that's clearly away from the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And yet somehow they they light up the car. Right. I mean, I, even if it got fake <clears throat> foggy, that's that's why I agree that it was his kind of, as he's getting dragged, that's his like dying dream, even mm-hmm. though it's like a weird dying dream. Yeah, because his voice, like you said, his voice was definitely very, uh, I don't know, what do you call that, 30s, 40s mm-hmm. sort of uh, 
Like, yeah, you see, he, mm-hmm. or, I mean, I can't do it. But I mean, know. it was totally like Nick Cage, Nick Cage. Like, so yeah, I, I would say that that was possibly even him. Like, hey man, you got to put this scene in the movie because the movie Mad Dog was the, the Nick Cage typically, and I thought Willem Dafoe was fantastic as was. Uh, Mad Dog in this. Um, but yeah, Nick Cage was kind of more the straight guy, but he had a couple of moments. A- okay, yeah, oh, say the well, line. So when they were kidnapping the baby, and the baby was crying, so you can mm-hmm. say that line. Because Nick Cage is looking for his. Did you write it? You wrote it exactly. Oh yeah, I gotta. Um. <laughs> you transcribed it because you were like shocked. The and right, he's like, I gotta know. The way Mad Dog said it though, he's like, <laughs> like it was a real. Response. Yeah, he was a real question. Like a dick? That's how crazy he is. Yeah. Yeah, where the fuck was he's it? He's so drugged out of his mind. I don't remember the hell I put it. No, right above, right above where I just put that. So that's that's me there. Oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So I, Nick I, was, Cage. I was watching it. It's like Nick Cage's character. So you read like, you read Nick Cage's line and then he can yeah, read Willem Dafoe's yeah, line. Yeah, I'm like Nick Cage just goes, What's that thing you put in the baby's mouth? <laughs> a dick? Like the way he says it, like he's like no, a dick. When he goes, What? Like a dick? No, like a dick. Like he couldn't think of anything else. Like that was his answer. Yeah, he's just so brain dead <laughs> yeah, that, for all his dick? drugs. Like, wait, the, that, the way, that way that he said that, uh-huh. that I want to know if that was ad libbed or not. It had to have been. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why Diesel shot him in the end. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, that's that shouldn't have been the first answer. <laughs> I, Diesel started like staring off after he saw the dead kid, and I think that's what pushed him over. So. Well, what was it with Diesel's thing though? Too was there? Uh, I feel like there was like some sort of weird like backstory for him that it's smart guy. It was um, strong. Because, well, because he went off on on the girl that he picked up at the bar, right? And he and he won her over intellectually, and they were talking about yeah, things because he said he was smart. He wasn't just like oh, a, a goon. I remember what the argument Nick Cage had too, but. I think, or maybe it was the argument he had with her. It was about the singer Elliot Smith. They said that uh, oh, it was a Canadian artist who was killed or committed suicide, but she was like, one of the girls said something about like being, it was murdered by the, the girlfriend or something, and that flipped out him. Was it Diesel that flipped out at that, or was that the Nick well, Cage no, story? Diesel flipped out at the girl asking him, he's like, what the fuck's up with the 20 questions? Oh, yeah. He, he was just pissed, like, all the questions. He started getting, like, paranoid and shit like that, right? Right. And then he was trying to say, like, hey, I'm sorry, whatever. And that's when her thing was like. She's like, I don't feel safe. Yep. I She's need like, to I go. need to leave. <laughs> but he let her leave, too, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm not, ju- like, not pre- uh, defending him, his outburst, whatever. Shit happens, whatever, you know. But, and he was, like, kind of, like, turned around, like, like, like I think he might have actually really liked her. Right. In the way, you know what I'm saying? It was, like, like, his old, he wanted to be human and could pretend to play human, but only to a point. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, like, his old self. The alternate life, yeah. but that that's a, as far as he could go. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, wah. I always felt like if a if a Tarantino would have took over this movie, it'd been a totally different type of movie. Because you have his camera angles, the way he shoots and stuff. None of that stuff was in here. This looked like like oh, one of we, us put out our phone and recorded this movie. Well, this if if Quentin Tarantino did this, shit. if Quentin Tarantino did this, it would have been like two movies, and it would have been like an hour and a half long fight Kill scene. Bill, okay, Kill Bill one. You, two. Okay, no, the flashback. The I remember the flashback. <laughs> oh. oh, I said this weird flashback. Yeah, the flashback is when we see them in the hotel room because it's after they're all getting killed and shot. Oh, they're squirting mustard oh, and ketchup, mustard on, each and ketchup on each other. That's yeah. what it is. That's <laughs> why I put that in here. Weird flashback. Oh my god! How many scenes we've talked about that tonight, huh? We're talking about the water and Adam Driver earlier, yes. and then yeah. But yeah, that was scene. yeah, that was I recorded that one. I because they show Mad Dog. He's laying on the bed. He's got ketchup. Well, you, and you look. It looks like it's ex, like a gunshot yeah. or something in well, the memory, well, but it's it's yeah, ketchup. At, and, at first, right with with William Defoe's character, they're like they're slow mo and shirtless yeah. and just it's fucking bizarre. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. This movie's very much a very dark, very dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. but I was like shocked when I put it on. I started watching it because 
I happened to take an edible for this one. And I was like, I I had no idea that's what I was walking. I was just like, I just want to relax and watch. And then it's so weird off the bat. I'm like, oh, this was not the right movie for this situation. Um, but I, I ultimately, I was like, I was like, I go, I like this movie. Actually, I, this is one of the better ones. It was actually not bad. I, I uh, it's a dark humor movie. All it the was way fun. No, yeah, it was, it was like there was a lot. Of, like he said, Three Stooges kind of yeah. like a dark. I almost would watch Stooges. it again, thinking of keeping that in mind to see if it's really kind of there oh, more. Uh, I'll watch it again. There's a couple yeah. of nice ass shots in there. Huh. In the strip club. Oh, I was like, dude, if you had to think that hard. And they, I, was, I was like, actually, I'm the girlfriend at the beginning? They actually showed a pretty good close-up of the uh, young Asian squirters, too. No, it wasn't. It was on the desk in the background. It's, dude, watch it again. <laughs> watch it again. He said, I put Japanese porn. He said young Asian squirters. Mm-hmm. He fucking read that that's, screen. That's, that's how he, he watched phone. it on his phone. He so fucking he... read that screen. <laughs> how the fuck did you see that better there than I did on my 65-inch OLED? Because she turned around and showed it to him, and they're like, like oh, yeah, and they're just like, yeah, uh, he said young Asians. <laughs> I put Japanese porn on mine just to let you know the difference. <laughs> but yeah, I would say like this is not a, a Nick Cage gets to definitely be Nick Cage in this, but he's not full Nick. Nick he's out Cage. Nick Caged in this one. Yes. Yes, he is. This reminds me of now again we brought up Riding with the Devil for Humanity Bureau as being the worst one. Where yes. that one let uh, Morpheus going back full circle with. Uh, um, What's his name? Cowboy Curtis. What's what's that actor's name? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. He Cowboy was Curtis. Cowboy Curtis. What's his reference? He was the crazy. He's done a million things. Morpheus. He's done uh, John Wick. He's the he's the hobo guy in John Wick. Dude. This guy's done a million things, and you fucking narrowed him if, down to. Did you see if the you were, I would have said that. Yeah. He would have been all over us. Yeah. You can't say that. Do you see in part four uh, for John Wick? Yeah. There's a scene where he's like, the two of them are together, and he goes, "I'm gonna need more guns." Yes, I mm-hmm. thought that was cool because it's the same when he's. But no, yeah, he uh, how how uh, Lawrence Fishburne was the crazy one in that movie, mm. and Nick Cage played it straight. This was a similar situation, but this one worked way way better. Yeah, this is a a good weird dark. I, I mean, think it's some dark, like, better cinematography, better editing, better camera work. I think you have a great movie here. But uh, it's like some of that's like I don't know. It just seems like somebody's recorded on their phone. No, it's Schrader. It, Schrader does gritty kind of stuff, I so I think it's filmed exactly I it like worked, a, I thought it worked though. Like the way they were trying to do it, like they were purposely doing some of that stuff though. Mm-hmm. Like they I, maybe they didn't hit it on the head or the nail or whatever you want to call it, but because uh, like some of them, I think they were definitely trying to do it to show you that he was on drugs. Like like you said too at the end though, that might have been his uh, dying dying dream kind of thing, you know, because it it did seem to have the overly foggy. Dark, and it was dark. Yeah, you see the light, the cop lights in slow motion in the fog. Like a lot of those, it was getting lit up, and like a lot of those uh, uh, horror movies that take place on the like out in the woods on Mm -hmm. the dark roads, right? You'll see some. There's light in the back in the distance from off the road from someplace nowhere else, and you see all this fog, and then you see a silhouetted character Uh come through, right? Like Uh that kind of road, but I don't know. I thought I thought for the most part, most of it was pretty good. Yeah, I like this one. William Defoe remind uh, there was a lot of parts where uh, his character actually reminded me of uh, actually reminded me a little bit of Steve Buscemi's character in Con Air. Actually, oh yeah, a little bit right, like not as like crazy in some ways, but maybe just as crazy what's, in others. What's weird to me for Willem Defoe, Willem Defoe, I'd have never called myself really like a fan of his. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's movies in the recent years that I feel like I'm like, oh, I actually really like him. Starting with this movie called Florida Project, which is about um, uh, mother living in uh, like a hotel that's near Disney World in Florida, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like all these poor people that like live in a hotel because they just can't afford. So they do the week to week payments, you know. And he's kind of the ground, like the, I think he's like the maintenance man or the manager of the hotel. A small part, but he like gives it a lot of gravity. And that was the first time I saw him. I'm like, oh, I'm thankful for what what he can do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, going forward with how he was in um, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, mm-hmm. that version of Green Goblin was so much better than the original one because he was just such a cackling well, and he, jackal in and the old ones. And this think, one was like more humanity. I think, I'm not sure. Might have been the first thing I ever saw him. It was, was uh, uh, Saints... Um Boondog, Boondog, Boondog Saints, where he's the police so. officer. Stuff. Right, the game. I'll never forget. <laughs> he, him and the one guy clearly have sex, and after the end of it, the the guy wants to cuddle with him, and he pushes him off him and tells him stop being so fucking gay, huh. which is fucking hilarious to me. I don't know because they're both clearly are, but him saying it like that and doing it like that because the guy wants to cuddle after, fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I again, I, I that's a movie that a lot of people he, not the sex, but the cuddling part is where he draws the line. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's okay. That's a, a lot of people do that, like me. All right, so um, I don't cuddle. Box office on this. Uh, how much do you? Th- it doesn't show how much it costs to make, but how much do you think it made? Um, ninety grand. What do you say, Jay? I didn't even know it came out. Mm. He's laughing. It's like thirty grand. He's laughing like, over there. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, honestly, I couldn't even think about it because I, I don't remember this ever coming out. Hundred eighty four thousand. Oh shit! So that's, that's why still, I totally I was closer to um, the last movie. I am IMDb rating on this. What would you guess? Four point six. No, four point three. You're going a little higher because you know it's not a six like a The Rock or anything like that. So you're going. So this is a high for you for Nick Cage, right? So but, oh shit! No, you going four point six? Well, yeah, I'm gonna go I'll five. Go, I'll go I'm gonna go. 6. I'm gonna go coward in the middle in this one. Gosh, um, I feel like a lot. Not a lot of people saw it, and if people saw it, would they, what would they think? Um, unless Sean goes four point eight, then he'll be in the middle. No, uh, I'm. I might. Mm, I might go. go I might get to go three point nine. What did you say? Four point what? Four point six. And I'm going five. Okay. I okay. We'll see. Three, uh, four, five. Who gets it? It's four point eight. So Jay, I told you, you should win in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> you said it. So okay. So uh, they they gave it a mid middling. Uh, rating but i feel like not a lot of people have seen this and the people that see it i mean personally i don't think i would have rated it that low. yeah there's the police p-o yeah. space l-i yeah. it looks like police yep. that was like a liquor store right gosh yeah. yeah this this movie is it's it's interesting I, i'll say that it's interesting at the very least um and I, I get the next pick and my next pick is going to be um bad lieutenant uh portacol new orleans where can we see that at everywhere okay you're gonna have to text me. Yep, next. I'll text it to you. So. I'm gonna remember it the second we walk it's, out. Of it's here. Bad Lieutenant Part Two, directed by Werner Herzog. Do we see Bad Lieutenant? No, we don't need to. It's a totally different. Okay. It's like a weird sequel to a movie that okay. didn't need a sequel and that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's oh, that's the next one. Speaking of, it never happened. See. But all right, so yeah, that, <laughs> that's it that's, for uh, Doggy uh, Dog. I, I, you know what, I had I, it was there. I had to try it. All right. Uh, <laughs> any other last thoughts on Doggy Dog? Did you ever, cover all your notes? Yes, I did. Yes, my my note was shoot out with old people. That's my last note. <laughs> and the, we figured out the flashback because we couldn't we couldn't figure out the flashback. flashback. We figured yeah, out I was like, so, what the okay. fuck is this up with this flashback? I figured I would have put more more notes under than what the fuck with flashback. But we've shown. Figured yeah, it out. what what did they say? What type of movie did they say this was? Like you know when they get like, de- descriptions for the dog eat dog. Yeah, like, does see. it say like it's a comedy or something? It's probably just says thriller, um, a thr- or drama, thriller, or some shit like that. Yeah, I was curious. Yeah, let's see if uh, genre. Yeah, action crime thriller. Action. Okay. Yeah, they don't have like dark comedy or anything like that. But what, what does it take? To but call I feel it like a dark comedy. I know. I feel like it's that's a very 
open-ended kind of description because some people yeah. might be like, that's not funny at all. And well, but right, and that's why I like Yeah, here, you can see it now. There's yep. the police. Look at him just chilling there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all right, uh, Beck Glass. He get, well, oh, I love the way they look yeah. in. They look in the police car, and just because there's canned food, oh, oh, they yeah. go, this isn't a police car. Yeah, this ain't a real that, police car. That, that, <laughs> that's where your line is about being right. a real police car because well, there's garbage in the middle of it? <laughs> that's the line? Okay, <laughs> the, the, all right. The, Police that was all like, yeah, that didn't give it away. But the garbage, because the camera focuses, it doesn't focus on a missing maybe CB radio, maybe missing blah blah blah. It doesn't focus on any of that stuff. It focuses on the garbage in mm-hmm. the middle, and they go, "This isn't a real police car." I go, "Oh, that's the line. Mm-hmm. That's the that's, that's what draws really, yep. it." Okay, cool, got it. That's what I remember. I remember laughing. At yeah, that. there's no like, yeah. glass between the front seat yeah, and back seat. They don't. They just, I think the camera just looks at the garbage in the middle, oh. which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to work. Back to class. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, er, I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies. <laughs>